What's up, everybody? I hope you are enjoying the podcast so far. I wanted to give you a quick offer. So if you either tag me on your Instagram story showing you listening to the podcast or screenshot this or whatever you want to do, or if you do a LinkedIn post that somehow helps me promote this podcast, I'm going to pick two random people from now until, I guess I'll do it until April 15th. From now until April 15th, if you do either of those things, either an Instagram story or a LinkedIn post promoting the podcast, whatever episode you want, it doesn't have to be this one, whatever makes sense for your post, feel free to post that, tag me, and then I'm going to pick two random people and I'm going to give you a $50 gift card to any place that you choose. So that's the offer and I hope you enjoy this episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Brick by Brick podcast. I today wanted to break down three essential types of social media content that you should be using in your business or your personal brand today. And when I say today, I mean as of March, April 2022, this video, this, you know, this podcast episode could change, you know, in a year from now, because that's just how the social media world works. Things change, things evolve. But as of right now, these are the important types of content to be focusing on for your brand and your business. So number one is short form vertical videos. So the reason why this is important is because simple as you can possibly view it, People like short form vertical videos. I mean, what else can I say? I mean, TikTok exploded during COVID. Um, Instagram stories were already exploded pre-COVID for multiple years in a row. People even showed that with Snapchat, with Vine in the past. People like to record and consume short form vertical videos. Uh, The phone screen is vertical. People like to consume little snippets of information that are easy to digest. It's just what people like these days. And for that reason, businesses and brands need to act on that. It's not productive to do something just because you like it when somebody else might not actually like it. I see a lot of brands still focusing on putting out, you know, super, you know, horizontal, you know, styles of content that should have been going out in like 2012, 2011 things that used to work in like 2010, 2011. And companies get, they get lazy, they get tired of change. And honestly, sometimes companies are slow because they have so many employees and so many levels of approvals and things like that, that companies just get stuck when it comes to social content, which is why a lot of the brands and companies and people that you see that are not blowing up on social media and they're not building their brands They're just basically treating marketing as if it's still 2008, 2010, and not like it's 2022. So I know I got on a little tangent there, but short form vertical videos are what is in quote unquote right now. People like short, tall videos. They like it. So when it comes to building a business, be consumer centric and kind of do what people like. And that can break down into TikTok videos. It can be Instagram Reel videos. 
It can be short little videos that you record on your phone for your stories or for your feed. Um, people like to see that kind of stuff. That's really all it boils down to. And to be consumer centric, you got to do what people like and you got to just fit your brand in. And one mistake that brands make when it comes to these kind of videos is they try to approach them as like commercials and like have all this equipment and, you know, plan it out so detailed and like, you know, really make it like a big production. And that's really not what these types of videos are intended to be. We've tested all kinds of Instagram reels and short videos over time. Time and time again, the ones that perform the best are always the ones that we spend the least time on and they're the ones that are, they feel the most authentic. People are very used to seeing content these days that is like super filtered, super highly produced, um, commercials that make companies look like the best companies in the world. Um, you know, videos online that are very, very heavily edited that cut out every little mistake, every little issue. And the beautiful thing about the new types of content that's performing well is it's less time consuming because it doesn't need to be super polished because it actually works in your favor to do something that's a little bit less polished to show your real side because people are so oversaturated with things that are fake that they love seeing things that actually feel real. So it's important to double down on short form vertical video that's not heavily produced because it'll perform well. It'll show people that you care about being consumer centric and it's gonna help your business reach more people. So that's number one is short vertical videos. Number two is kind of the polar opposite of that which is long form content. And that can break down to a lot of different ways. What I'm doing right now is a long form piece of content. What I posted you know, recently on my Instagram, which was like a 17 minute video of me going over a very similar subject matter to this, that is long form content. A blog post that has like 10 different ways to X, Y, and Z, that is a really good long form piece of content. And you gotta keep in mind too, some people like audio, some people like to read things, some people like to watch things, and that's why, you know, blogs get a lot of traffic. That's why medium.com articles get read a lot. That's why people read long things on Wall Street Journal and, you know, Inc. Magazine and LinkedIn articles. So written content is really popular still, even though the focus lately has been on video. Don't underestimate written content. It's still very important. Um, and again, it's a really good way to have long form content out there that goes a little bit more in depth. And Instagram TV is another way to do it. I think now they just call it Instagram video. Like it's just basically a normal video post. But you can post long videos on Instagram. I think you can post like up to an hour long video on your Instagram account. So that's really good. Um, Instagram live, LinkedIn live, going live on your platforms and interacting with your audience. And then downloading the video file afterwards. That's another really good way to get um, long form content. Creating a podcast these days is like super simple. I'm actually recording this episode in a conference room at our office and I'm recording it on my phone with zero equipment. And right after this, I'm going to go upload it to this platform called Anchor. And it's going to take maybe five minutes to upload it and get it all you know set up properly on there. 
And then literally once I hit publish, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple, it's on Google, it's on all the other podcast platforms, literally within like 30 seconds of hitting the publish button. So super simple to make a podcast. I'm recording this now. It's probably going to end up being like a 20 minute episode plus five minutes, you know, plus 30 seconds of getting it on the platforms. It's going to take me less than 30 minutes total to get this podcast recorded edited and uploaded using anchor so i mean obviously you can go all out and do a podcast that has video and you know have somebody edit the whole thing for you get guests for it but anybody can have a podcast especially if they just want to get content out into the world that's valuable and more in depth a podcast is a great way to do it and again just the same way that i just said people love to read things A lot of people love to listen to things, which is why podcasts in general, it's why the radio all are popular things. I mean, people listen to things while they're walking their dog, while they're driving, while they're showering, while they're doing the dishes at home. It's a really easy way to do. It's it's a really easy way to consume content because you don't have to be fully focused on the screen itself whenever you're consuming it. So try to think, is there a way right now that your audience can listen to you without reading something, without seeing a social media post, uh, without talking to you on the phone specifically? Is there a way that your audience can consume your content passively just by listening? And if not, then you might want to consider having a podcast. And it's really easy to do. So feel free to hit me up if you need any help on the podcast side, um, because this podcast here is relatively simple in terms of putting things out. And I'm, I am going to do a little bit more interview style stuff as it goes on, but I've already done certain things with guests and, you know, a little bit more goes into it afterwards. But honestly, other than the coordinating of like when somebody can do an interview and things like that, it's still really simple with things like Zoom. There's a really cool platform called StreamYard that exists that basically allows you to go live on all of your social platforms with a guest, with video. And then you can download it afterwards as audio or video. So super cool. There's tons of tools out there that make everything really easy. And what it boils down to is just as important as it is to be consumer centric and have a bunch of short form vertical style videos out in the world, you still need to have long form content. And I'll explain why. It's because people still at some point are going to want to go deeper if they're intrigued or if they like what you put out kind of like on a shorter um, basis. Like, for example, if somebody sees an Instagram reel from me and then they start seeing my Instagram stories and then they start seeing like a post that I write on LinkedIn or they see like a picture of something on my Instagram feed or whatever it may be, those people eventually, if they're going to maybe buy something from me, whether it's brick media, whether it's like something else I'm doing, these people eventually might want to explore a little bit deeper in my content and see what I really have to say before they even bother reaching out to me. A lot of people like to do their research and get to know people kind of virtually and through their content before they ever even reach out to the person to talk. So really important to have content out there both for yourself and for your brand because, you know, let's say that you are a law firm. I always use law firms because we have a few law firm clients, but if you're a law firm that you know, you're know you making a couple Instagram reels per week and you're putting little snippets of information out, if somebody needs your help with something, 
whether they need you to set up their business or they need you to, you know, help them after they get into a car crash or whatever it is. If you have a podcast where you talk in depth about what it's like to be a client of your law firm, and maybe you go in depth for 15, 20 minutes on what it's actually like to, you know, work with you after you get into a car crash or a detailed way of explaining like, hey, if you're looking to start your business, like do these five things. And then like you go really in depth on each one. That's going to be really helpful for somebody. And it's going to build that trust factor and it's going to make them trust you. And it's going to allow them to see nuances and details and hear your personality a little bit more in a way that you can't really do without um, long form content. And the other beautiful things that are kind of bonuses, honestly, when it comes to long form content is one, it allows you to create micro content from it. So for example, like a blog post, if it has 10 things in it, you might be able to get 10 Instagram posts out of that. that are like quick little snippets of something that was in the blog. And, you know, this podcast, for example, I might be able to find 30 seconds where I was saying something really intriguing or informative and chop that into a post for LinkedIn and, you know, make a little graphic with it and whatever you want to do. But whenever you have a long piece of content, it allows you to chop that up into a lot of smaller pieces of content, which it honestly saves you time because you don't have to make everything from scratch. And um, it might intrigue somebody to hear the full thing, too. And another cooler thing, too, is another, you know, it's kind of a bonus as well. But long form blog posts, and especially when you attach like audio or video to a blog post, really good for SEO. I know a lot of businesses that, you know, they really went hard on one really good blog post that was like, you know, super long, very in-depth, had video in it, had graphics in it, had tons of tips and information. It was researched heavily for like SEO and keywords. And I know people that literally get clients and get business and get products sold every single month just from that blog post that they wrote one time and uploaded to their website. So whenever something hits properly on Google's algorithm, especially if it's something that's highly searched, there's not a lot of competition for it, and you go really in-depth and really make like a great blog post, you can get amazing SEO benefits from that where somebody types in a certain phrase, you're one of the first things that comes up, and then all they have to do at the bottom is find, you know, contact us, and then they contact you or they click shop now, and then they buy something. So really important to make sure that you have a good mix of, short, you know, short vertical video um, style content on your social media platforms that's just quick, educational, maybe intrigues people, maybe entertains them, maybe educates them. But then also balancing that with having a, a good amount of long form content out there in terms of podcasts, blog posts, videos, you know, podcast interviews where it's just audio like this, interviews with other people, Anything that you can do to have a more in-depth, longer, um, more insightful piece of content, that's going to be an awesome balance to go with some of your quicker types of content. And then there's one more type of content that I think is really important, and I think a lot of people really need to consider this, is shareable and savable content. So Instagram's algorithm 
and I mean all algorithms across all social platforms for that matter, they really value not only when somebody likes your post, but they also really value when there's like strong engagement on it from like a shares standpoint, saves, comments, anything that really shows people that your content is engaging and share and save are two specific things where if somebody shares your content to their story or they send it to a friend or whatever it is, they share it to their own feed, they retweet it on Twitter, that shows the platform that, wow, this is a really valuable piece of content for people. And they're going to start showing that to more people because other people started sharing it, which signals to them like, hey, this is a great post that people seem to like, so we should probably show it to more people. So make things shareable and make them savable. And one way that you can do that is just creating like high value posts that are really helpful for people. So for example, like I've seen carousel posts on Instagram that are like seven or eight slides long, but they really break down like a certain process or a thought in like bite-sized ways so that it's really helpful for people. But it's really, you know, longer form and more in-depth. And a lot of those types of posts get a lot of shares and a lot of saves just because they're so helpful and people might want to go reference them um, at a later time. So super important to do stuff like that. And then how-to posts are really good where you're basically taking something related to what you offer and or, or that you sell and you show somebody how to do something. And it's important because it builds trust with people whenever you're basically giving out information that you could be getting paid for. So for example, like, you know, I'll use myself as an example, I'll use Brick Media as an example. A lot of what we put out on our social channels and on my personal social media is educational content about social media. And people could hire Brick Media and get me in a conference room and have me tell them these things and have me implement some of these things in their business. But somebody could easily listen to, you know, this 20 minute, 25 minute long episode on this podcast, get all the information for free and go hire someone else or, you know, do it internally, do it themselves. So it builds trust when you're putting information out that subconsciously people know like, huh, they could be charging for that, but they're not. So that builds trust because it shows that you're just putting good information out into the world and kind of letting the chips fall where they may. And one thing that I always really like to say when it comes to these types of posts is when in doubt, educate people. Whenever you're in a creative slump, whenever you can't think of what you should be posting, think about your product, think about your service, think about your industry, think about what either confuses people or people are you know confused about maybe like a misconception maybe it's like debunking a myth in your industry maybe it's like three ways to do a certain thing maybe it's um you know how to do this without having to hire somebody to do it whatever it is you get a lot of benefit when you think about other people versus thinking about yourself and it's important to just remember that Social media is about education and building community. It's not necessarily about sales. There's a time and a place for everything when it comes to marketing at a high level. And social media is not the place to be selling to people all the time. Why? Because how many things do you unfollow 
on a regular basis or do you completely tune out or do you mute when it's too salesy? I mean, think about your own behavior as a consumer on social media. Whenever you see something that's either annoying or it's too salesy or it's like the same thing every time, you're sick of it, you're going to eventually not follow and it's eventually going to kill that person or that company's reputation in your mind because you're going to view them as salesy. So you don't want to be that brand or that person with other people. You want to, you want people to know, like, and trust you. That's kind of a common thing in the marketing world is saying know, like, and trust. So you want people to know who you are. You want them to like you and you want them to trust you because when you hit those three things, there's a good chance that if somebody needs you eventually, they're going to either buy something or hire you to do something for them. So and another way to another way to have shareable content is just to you know pay attention to what's going on in the world, pay attention to what's going on in pop culture, pay attention to things that people are talking about, make memes, make references to things, whether you're a personal brand or you're you know running a business's account. Really important to just subtly show people that you know what's going on, that the company knows what's going on in the world. Um, it makes you feel more contemporary. Um, there's a way to do it without being super cheesy and like super over the top. So if you're in like a more reserved industry like finance or legal, like mortgages, real estate, there's still ways that you can put a spin on things in a way that's not cheesy, that's just like slightly funny, a little bit entertaining, but not super over the top. Like if you're an attorney, you don't have to go dance on TikTok or dance on a reel or like the other day when Will Smith uh, – slap Chris Rock in the face. Um, depending on when you're listening to this, that might have happened a while ago. But Will Smith at the Oscars slapped Chris Rock in the face. And then the next day, I didn't like this, but every brand basically in the world was putting memes out, showing, you know, putting text over top of like Will Smith and then putting text over top of Chris Rock and like putting a funny little spin on that situation. That's not what I'm recommending. I'm not recommending that you basically, you know, take every single thing that happens in the world and like put a spin on it just to get views and like kind of manipulate the algorithms. That's not what I'm recommending because, you know, for example, the Will Smith thing, in my opinion, it it was a violent thing. So it's not good for brands to associate themselves with violence, for example. Like some people, you know, whether you agreed that it was good for him to do or you completely disagreed and said that he was, um, you know, acting poorly in that moment, it doesn't matter because from a business standpoint, from a branding standpoint, you don't want to polarize people. You know, you don't want to jump on a political thing or, you know, a bandwagon for like a certain topic. Like there's certain things that unless your brand really, you know, specifically stands for something – there's probably certain things that you're going to want to avoid hopping on the bandwagon for when it comes to memes and pop culture and things like that. I do see a lot of people that you can tell anytime something happens, they're just jumping on it just because they want to hack the algorithm and get as many views as possible. And it comes off as very inauthentic. So wait for those moments that do feel a little bit authentic to you. Um, make sure that there is some kind of a connection point. And if there is something going on in culture that you think is either funny or entertaining or you might be able to put like a little clever spin on it or even use like a certain word or a certain phrase in a caption just to show, 
you know, if your audience is like, let's say under 25, you might want to like research a little bit about like what they're saying, like with their friends and with their day-to-day life and like what kind of captions they're writing, what they're posting in their stories, like just to know what's going on because it's important to appeal to those types of people. But at the same time, you have to walk that fine line of like not hopping on every single bandwagon and not, you know, not straying too far away from your brand itself because you do want to be unique and stand out. You don't want to just be somebody that hops on every single trend. But memes and like pop culture references is another really good way to create shareable content because people are going to send it to their friends. They're going to tag people in the comments. They're going to show other people that content. So really important to keep in mind, but just do it in a tasteful way. That's all it really boils down to is whatever your stances are on certain things and issues and um, whatever the situation might be, just always make sure that one, you're doing it in a way that you want your brand to be represented. And two, you are staying true to who you are and you're not just jumping on every single thing just for the sake of jumping on it. So I'll recap all these three types of content that I broke down in this podcast episode um, just so that you know it gives you guys an easy way to remember it going forward. Number one, short vertical videos. Two, long form content in the form of podcasts, blogs, long videos, interviews, things like that. And then number three is shareable and savable content. If you can do all three of those types of content, a good mix of all three, your social media is going to be in a really good place to start reaching more people, impacting more people, and getting more people to trust you. And hopefully at the end of the day, buy or reach out or get on the phone with you. Um, That's ultimately what businesses, business owners want at the end of the day. Social media is a really important piece of the puzzle. Content, super important piece of the puzzle. Content's never going away. It's only going to continue to grow as the world continues to go more digital. But the important thing is doing a balance of everything so that you have some short form, you know, things that are just intriguing, making people aware. You're doing it because you know that people like it and you're doing long form so that you can go a little bit more in depth so that you can like show different sides of nuances and details that you wouldn't be able to show otherwise. And then again, I'm just going to, I'm just going to break it down into one final quote to end the show with when in doubt, educate people. That is probably maybe going to be the title of the podcast because that's really the main point that I want to get across is that when you're in doubt and you don't know what content to make, it all comes down to educating people and building trust and building community, making it about them, not making it about you, thinking about what people like, how they want to see it, having a good balance of short and long form, depending on if somebody knows you or they're coming across you for the first time. Keep all these things in mind and you're going to be set up for social media success and honestly business success if you can just do all these things consistently. So keep that in mind. Let me know if you have any questions. You can always feel free to reach out to me at jake at brickmediagroup.com and all of my social links and Brick Media's links and everything like that, they're usually in these podcast descriptions. So feel free to click on it, click on any of those, reach out to me, reach out to us and Again, I really appreciate everybody for listening to this podcast, and I will see you next time.
Thank you for listening to the Brick by Brick podcast. Please leave a review and connect with me directly on social media, and I'll see you guys next time.